Well, it's Friday. We talk Fang Friday. So let's bring in our guests here, John Freeman, Vice President Equity Research at CFRA, to kick this off and talk about what you're seeing, sir. So tell me, I mean, we're post the pandemic. I know you're worried about some regulatory risk on names such as Alphabet and Facebook. Is there certain names within the Fang group that you like more than others? I, I definitely still like Alphabet a lot, um, and uh, and and Facebook. Would, you know, I have had to downgrade to a hold. Both companies, I think, are benefiting from, you know, the surge, a, a sort of a, a comeback of of overall advertising spend versus last year. Um, both benefited on a relative basis by taking share, because certainly uh, during the pandemic, digital advertising and online advertising uh, fared better than traditional uh, broadcast. Uh, you know, one to many advertising. Uh, TV, uh, print, uh, and 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 uh, radio, um, but they, I think they also benefit coming out of it, right? Um, and and so so you know uh, overall advertising raises both boat you know all boats, um, but the problem is 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 that Facebook you know, is under more regulatory scrutiny. You know, I've said that nobody, you know, nobody uh, uh, defriends uh, a uh, somebody they've known since high school because of uh, Google search results that they didn't like, right? But they certainly do that on Facebook. And there's a lot of, uh, I think a lot of mismanagement in PR and government relations that that Facebook um, has, has just not been able to handle this very well. And I think the, the, the risk of something, um, you know, not just fines, but a more intrusive, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, regulation of, of how they run their business or perhaps even a breakup uh, is quite possible for Facebook. Whereas I think with Alphabet, uh, I think the risk is lower. Um, and I also think that even if they did have to, you know, spin off, say, YouTube, I don't think that would be um, that might even actually be a value creating thing. And I, the, the last point is that Alphabet has a number of these really amazing long-term sort of moonshot kind of opportunities in, um, you know, in, in autonomous driving, uh, quantum computing, um, and 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 so forth, and and um, AI uh, and and machine learning with cloud that that Facebook doesn't have, and so Facebook is really all about advertising, and and so I, I don't think you have that you know sort of the long term valuation of you know sort of a, a bunch of lottery tickets that 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 Alphabet has, so that's why uh, you know definitely yeah. prefer Alphabet over over Facebook. Yeah, and Facebook hit all-time highs this week, and I, I thought it was interesting when you said that we have no confidence in Facebook's ability to manage some of these risks that you're talking about. Um, yeah. That being said, tell me more about some of the other names when we think of Amazon, yeah. Apple, Netflix, and Microsoft. Sure. So yeah. So uh, Microsoft, you definitely still like. I mean, there's a the that that part is yeah. being driven all by the conversion to the cloud. Um, that tailwind, you know, was a headwind for a couple of years, but now this tailwind is kicking in. Uh, you know, because with a with a subscription based model, you know, you basically push all out of that revenue out forward, but overall revenue per customer over time goes. You know, goes higher. So now they're going to hit that that tailwind. Now that sixty percent or so of revenue is is subscription based, um, and they're really hitting on all cylinders. Also with Teams, which is you know essentially uh, uh, you know a, a a Zoom competitor, right? Um, so that so that they're being able to participate in that uh, upside as well. Um, one thing I'll say about Apple, although I don't cover the stock, uh, one thing I'll definitely say is that they seem to be the winner in the regulatory, you know. PR uh, um, game, right? Because 
what they're coming across as like they they're, they're coming across as hey we'll protect your data that's our value proposition we're not going to sell your data to third parties and you know so they're so they're more of the consumer superhero right at least in terms of positioning which i think is really smart on their part um and and uh, a good juxtaposition to the facebook's apples and uh, facebook's and um uh, 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 Google and Alphabets of the world and all the other social media companies that are advertising driven, um, which is going to get some regulatory scrutiny, particularly in terms of third party, uh, uh, thir third party data sales. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And Daniel's joining us now, Daniel Newman of uh, Futurum Re Research joining us to talk a little more about Fang as well. Daniel, one thing I noticed that you were um, honing in on was Apple and Amazon. You like some of the offerings from Apple, which actually got a sell rating, and the Amazon MGM tie-up. Did you think that was a good idea? Yeah, so I could start with either one. Um, you know, I think the newest news right now is the Amazon. So I'll jump in first on that one. But, you know, Amazon has been on the periphery a little bit on the content conversation, especially among the Fang names. Uh, we hear a lot about what's going on with Netflix. We hear a lot about uh, Apple's TV. But Amazon's quietly been very busy and very successful. Uh, a lot of nominations from significant awards and, and adding the uh, you know, the library of MGM is going to just further, you know, cement the company's importance in that space. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm bullish on that on the long term. And I think it's just Amazon saying, hey, you know, don't count us out. We're in this space. We're planning to play and we're planning to play in a really big way. And then you had a thought on Apple as well, Daniel. Uh, yeah, I mean, Apple as a whole. Um, is is on a on a really strong trajectory. You know, over the last quarter, uh, we saw that it had remarkable numbers. Its growth in areas like MacBooks, its growth in areas like uh, iPhone, even over fifty percent. But also, I've been really satisfied with the diversification of the revenue, moving into the to the services spaces, uh, diversifying. A lot of people weren't sure was it going to be successful. Was the music, the the podcasting the movies and the credit cards. I mean, all these different places that Apple wanted to play, was it gonna work? Well, it's starting to be material to the company's revenue and it's starting to offset some of the woes. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean it's translated from a share price standpoint. I think a lot of people are still a little bit concerned about the antitrust lawsuit with Epic, which, you know, there's a very, po very good possibility it will not end up in their favor and there's some significant downside uh, for people to worry about, but that ecosystem that's been built, the service diversification and the revenue, and then of course, just the strength and its hardware, there's still a lot to like. Yeah, it's great to chat with you both about this. I mean, obviously, these are the stories that people like to follow most. Daniel Newman, founding partner, principal analyst at Futurum Research, and also John Freeman, vice president, equity research at CFRA. Thank you both very, very much.